You're listening to a 95BFM podcast. Travelling Tunes with Dr Kirsten Zimke. Morena Kirsten, how are you going this morning? I'm good. That's good to hear. What are we talking about today? Now, we're doing Quincy Jones, but I just realised I don't want anyone to think he's passed away. <laughs> well, that is a good caveat to put at the top. Yeah. Just appreciating um, him. Yeah, he's in his 90s. Right. And, um, yeah, for some reason I came across him the other day doing stuff that I was doing and I just thought, oh, my gosh, this man has such a huge catalogue. Yes, he's like a prolific. genre in himself. Mm-hmm. And um, just thought I would do him. Um, Alrighty. So let's maybe play the first yeah, song. Yeah, let's hit the first song. Lush. What are we listening to, Kirsten? <laughs> this is Baby Come to Me by Patty Austin and James Ingram from 1982. And this is, like you said, Lush. So Quincy Jones is a producer. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're the ones that, like, put things together, you know, yes. all those sound layers that you're hearing. And this is sort of iconic of his sound. Right. Let's have a listen. When you find another heart that needs to share, baby, come to me. Let me put my arms around you. This was meant to be. So Wish you could see Tuva'a and I grooving in the studio. It's really something. They're both amazing singers. Um, James Ingram, if you like this lush sound, (laughs) you have a listen to his other hit, Yamo Be There. Um, And apparently this song was used on General Hospital, which was a very famous soap opera for decades. Oh. And just became the iconic sort of sexy dude walking into frame (laughs) song. It's definitely giving those vibes. Uh, and I guess back in the days, um, we haven't seen these in a while. Duets, right? Am I yeah, right? Yeah, love a duet. There's a brand new way of looking at your life. When you know um, so just more about Quincy Jones. So his daughter is Rashida Jones mm-hmm. from Community. Um, 80 Grammy nominations, 28 Grammys. Wow. Um, started off as a jazz guy you can hear that yeah so he sort of brought i mean he made the, the songs we're listening to and what he's most famous for to people like us is pop yeah but he is a jazz guy and he brought sort of this elevated soul and r&b into the pop charts his yeah. most famous client um was michael jackson mm-hmm. doing his biggest albums off the wall thriller and bad yep um but he he did the film score and produced like Color Purple, which I basically did not means mean that. he discovered Whoopi Goldberg and <laughs> Oprah. Well, that is quite a claim to have. To your In name. his jazz, you know, era, he worked with um, Frank Sinatra, Miles Davis, Ella Fitzgerald. Oh, and for some reason, New Zealanders love this person, Nana Muscuri. <laughs> I'd never heard of her until I moved to New Zealand. <laughs> The other, um, his most famous track was We Are the World, um, mm. which was the big collaborative. For some reason, that was the tune of my school song. They just changed the lyrics. Oh, my God. I can't explain oh, why. that's hilarious. 
So he did get into, after that time, a lot of kind of charity work with mm. Bono, uh, you know, <laughs> rich, rich musicians doing charity work. But yeah, he, so that's part of his um, legacy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, other fun fact, <laughs> his middle name, so he's Quincy Jones Jr., right? So he's yeah. got his father's name and his son has his name as well, the third. His middle name is Delight. Delight? Ooh. Well, that's something to Isn't live up wonderful? to. But Quincy I think Delight Jones. <laughs> that is excellent. I'm going to hit the next track now. Delight is his middle name, literally. Yes. See, I love this track, Kirsten. What George are we listening Benson. to? So this is George Benson, 1980, Give Me the Night. Um, you can hear he's jazz as well. Yes. And he's he signed a Quincy's label. Mm. And um, his, Quincy's label is called Quest. Q-W-E-S-T. Mm. <laughs> so... You know, Quincy brought George, who was a jazz prodigy guitarist, but he brought George into like the pop charts as well. I see. I feel like you can hear the Quincy through line between the, the first track and this one. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping is you can get this vision of, you know, he really, he did create this iconic sound. Mm. Now, George Benson's famous for doing scat. I hate that word, but <laughs> it is, means what it says. Yeah. Scat singing over his guitar. <laughs> and there's this iconic tracks with him doing he seems to have a lot of um, sort of quite funky, groovy bass lines in all his songs, you know, it gets Quincy, head moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you can definitely, there's a certain iconic bass line, isn't there? He's probably using the same bass player for a lot of his songs. <laughs> yeah, right. So also, if you're liking this, I would recommend his um, George Benson's other track, Breezin. Yeah. It's instrumental, I think. I um, love that track, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, may, it, don't, it may maybe can change today's weather, although maybe the sun's peaking. <laughs> I think it fits. Now, the other um, thing is, um, he, uh, Quincy produced the song, the um, TV show, Fresh Prince. No way! So apparently, he's sort of, you know, semi-discovered Will Smith well, mm. as an actor. Yeah. Although, I don't know if that's something people are proud of at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> we he hasn't see. quite redeemed himself yet. <laughs> so come on out tonight And we'll leave the others on the ride through paradise But yeah, you're right, that bass is slapping. Mm. Slapping the bass, yeah. kind of sparkly feel to it. The brightness, you're right. These were sort of early synthesizers. Mm. And so there's, there's particular sounds, some of these electric pianos and synths had fair lights and... Well, another song he did that doesn't sound like him is the Bossa Nova song in Austin Power. Yes, I, love, I, was, really? gonna, I was gonna bring that up. But, but that's from, that was from his own album in like 1962 or something. So he composed that, he wasn't just a producer. Correct, he, uh. yeah. So he's a, you know, he can do anything, but you, as you said before, you can start hearing his, his own sound emerging. Yeah, definitely. He's got a, he's got a mark. 
And frankly, you know, Michael Jackson, as talented as he is, mm. it was this partnership with Quincy that oh, created that sound. Nice to think about the role of the producer. Yes, yes, you're right. Yeah, producers matter too. <laughs> all you producers in your bedroom right now who are asleep because you're making beats all night. <laughs> you matter. As excellent as this song is, I think I'm going to hit the next track. One moment, caller. What are we listening to, Kirsten? So this is our unexpected yeah. track. You don't know me. Oh, classic. I'm not just one of your many toys. You don't know so this is um, Leslie Gore from 1964. And this is one of the early ways he you know, got his start as producing for Leslie Gore, you know, with the record company assigning mm. him to her. So yeah. her other song is, It's My Party. Mm. Um, she also did a, The Look of Love. I swear someone else has recorded that, but I haven't looked into it. <laughs> so he was a jazz guy, yeah. um, Quincy, but, and he ha- had done that Bossa Nova Austin Powers song <laughs> in his own album. But, you know, he got placed in a record label to work with Leslie Gore, and he had some huge hits with her. Yeah, this is a massive banger. Feminine rage, I feel. Oh, I, you're right, you're absolutely right. Now this is, also this is from, you know, this is a pre-Beatles time. Right. When rock and roll was still a little weird. <laughs> you know, there was, yeah, you had doo-wop, you had sort of that early Beach Boys, mm-hmm. uh, you have Motown, you know, there's a lot more diversity before rock became sort of, you have to have four dudes. Four dudes. You know, two guitars <laughs> yeah. and a drummer, you know? She was the OG. Yeah. Oh, look at this, listen to the strings. Yeah, strings are good. Oh my gosh, her real name is Leslie Sue Goldstein. Leslie Sue Goldstein, well. We all have regular names, I suppose. <laughs> oh, it's my party. Was she was sixteen years old? Sixteen. Wow. Like you say, Start kicked early, it off yeah. early. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and fun fact for those of you that care, she's a lesbian. Great. <laughs> Queen. Been with her partner since 1982. Oh, well, we love to see that. Well, thank you for bringing us Quincy Jones tracks this morning, Kirsten. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. It. We okay. will talk to you next week. Have a have a smooth um, Quincy weekend. We will have a smooth Quincy weekend. That was Travelling Tunes with Dr. Kirsten Zimke. That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B-cut. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.